We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Left, we had a great conversation about coaches under the microscope. And we don't do low-hanging fruit here on the Lucky Lefty podcast. We don't. So you know, I'm sure everybody thought we were just going to go pick Al Washington off the branch and just talk about him. Nah. Bigger fish leads to better conversation and now we're about to have a great conversation about whether or not the cream will rise to the top at each position for Notre Dame on both sides of the ball we'll start out the quarterback position and I think we both have Sam Hartman as the starter but I want to go a step further We talked about the win total fan duel. <laughs> Notre Dame fans should take it personal because they basically said that the addition of Sam Harmon didn't mean a darn thing as far as how they, <laughs> as far as their view on Notre Dame football. Eight and a half last year, eight and a half this year. Not even a game in a, or even a half a game better with the transfer. No, no. Yeah, not at all. You don't get hype. Not at all. Not at all. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll say this. Since we both agree that he's a starting quarterback left. He needs to be a difference maker. But what type of difference maker does he need to be? See, that's the question. That's the question, right? And the reason I say that is because the vision that play this for you just in case you forgot left the vision right like what what do you want at Notre Dame when it comes to like the players and the talent Marcus Freeman like what do you want yeah I I look at the DB position right the the safety position that's a deep group right you talk about Houston and DJ and Brandon Joseph and and, uh, Ramon and Xavier that group will have a 1A and 1B for sure and um, it's something going into the spring you probably didn't know. The D-line is extremely deep, you know, and, and that's with Jason not practicing, you know, but with Foskey and Justin and um, Howard Cross has had an unbelievable spring. I mean, an unbelievable spring, and he's done a great job, and Lacey, and I go on and on, but I, I think the depth of our, our middle, right, up the middle, we're really, really deep, especially defensively from the D-line um, to the linebackers to the safeties. Right up the middle, we're deep. You know, we, we have to continue to develop some young guys. You know, Cam's out, Cam's out at corner, mm-hmm. so we got to develop some young guys at corner. Um, the, the O-line, I, don't, I wouldn't say we're 1As and 1Bs yet, but I'm really, really pleased with some of those 1As. Um, and so, again, the running back position would never be. I think up the middle, we're really, really strong. You know, and then we have to continue to develop on the edges. That's very interesting, right? Because this is just a year ago. He's talking about the depth up the middle on the defensive side of the ball, right? Who did they lose? They lost Lacey. They lost Foskey, who said Jordan Patello is next. They're like, hey, my successor is there, right? You lose Jason Adamiola, who didn't exactly have the greatest season, and you lose Justin Adamiola. That's four guys. But you were told that they had depth up the middle. Did that depth leave all of a sudden? Because they, they only lost two people up the middle. <clears throat> one was going to graduate regardless. The other one transferred. But I'm supposed to believe the defensive line is a concern even though the head coach just a year ago told me that their, their greatest depth is up the middle. I don't know. So you talk about he wants one A and one B from a talent standpoint at every position. That's his vision. I don't think Sam Hartman, you look. I don't think Sam Hartman is a top five quarterback in college football. That's my personal opinion. Yes. 
That's my personal opinion. Does he? Six, seven? Yes. He's probably more like 10, 11, maybe. No, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far. I think six. Caleb six, seven. Caleb Drake. Yeah. I'll take Spencer Rattler over him. Yeah, you, you are a Spencer Rattler fan. I'll take uh, Jaden Daniels at of LSU. I would take the kid. I would take the kid from Florida State. Florida State, play Travis or Jordan Travis. That's five. I take. Uh, I take Joe Milton out of Tennessee. I can't go with you there. Wouldn't go Joe Milton. Okay, I can't. I can't go Joe Milton with you. I take. Um, hmm. Michael Penix Jr. is definitely. Oh, Michael Penix Jr. And it's funny how people try to poo-poo Michael Penix Jr. Like he didn't do it at Indiana, and then oh. after he got healthy, he did it at Washington. But technically, technically, I take Bo Nix up there at uh, Oregon. That's, that's debatable. Okay, that's debatable. That, Bo Nix is debatable. He had a really good season at Oregon. That's debatable. I take JJ McCarthy. I think I like J.J. McCarthy. For oh, where Sam Hartman? For where he's at? I mean, his he, has a, he has a higher ceiling. Yes, he has a, he higher, has a higher ceiling. I'll give you that. He has a higher ceiling than Sam Hartman. I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, that's 10 right there. And I'm sure there's other ones that can't stand up. But the 23 class for quarterbacks is actually pretty good. So it's not like it is. Sam's it is. a bum or nothing. Sam's not a bum, but the class is deep. But if you're going to win a championship, you need a quarterback that's floating around that top five. That's just what it is. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Stetson Bennett is a top five quarterback last year in college football. And, you know, along with having one of the best teams ever, of course, they won a championship. Max Duggan was in college football as a top five quarterback. That's why they was in the playoffs. So if Sam Hartman is not better than Michael Penix Jr., because I think Washington will win a bunch of games this year. And that's leading to my question. Like, how much pressure is really on Sam Hartman? Sam Hartman can't come in. Look, Sam Hartman cannot come in and be Wake for Sam Hartman. No, no. Because that's what they say in eight games. This is a whole nother level of football, dude. He's got to play better than what he was before. He has but to elevate his level is, of play. The positive is he has better resources now. Facts. So you have the ability to elevate your game. Facts. With the stuff around you. But at the same time, it's not like you was. You have to elevate them as well. Mm-hmm. We already elevating you. You're already going to look better being with us. Yeah, but when it comes time to when we all like we need somebody to lean on, you got to be the one to lean on. Now, you made enough numbers to put yourself in a position where people can believe you can. Yeah, but I don't know nothing. I believe I know what I know. Yeah, yeah. Lucky Lucky Podcast. You know, and it's funny. 
you know, I don't mind being different. I don't grab low-hanging fruit, and I'm not a follower. I'm not. Just because you did something at Wake Forest doesn't mean you're going to come over to Notre Dame and do it. It's a totally different beast. It's a totally different, totally different moments at Notre Dame when USC and Ohio State walk into the building. Totally different. Totally and different. And it's crazy because they saying ten, like like we're crazy was thinking Sam's not top five, top ten. He wasn't top ten last year. He well, really I said it. I said he was six or seven for me. Some people act I'm like saying, that's that's I'm being saying, disrespectful. I'm saying from last year. No, he wasn't a top five quarterback last year. I'm talking top ten last year. He wasn't. He's top ten is, top top 10 is top debatable. 10. Top ten last year. Yeah. And see, this is this see this is Michael Campbell said Sam Hartman has a team and he's not asked to be Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen and company. Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan without Scottie. See, this is what I this is why I call BS on that. <laughs> In big games, he has to be Michael Jordan. Stop it. Yes, he can't go play like Scottie Pippen with Caleb Williams on the other side of the field. Stop. That's not happening. I don't know. I don't know how we think this is about to go. Like Caleb Williams, like we're so good defensively, and our running game is so great that Sam Hartman can just be Scottie Pippen in a role player against USC, and we're gonna be able to win the game. Okay, all right. Let him come in and play a Scottie Pippen game against Caleb Williams and see what happens. Let him play a Scottie Pippen game against Ohio State and see what happens. You didn't Vegas doesn't him. think that he had benefit. Marcus Freeman didn't tell Drew Pine you might need to find another school to bring in Sam Hartman yeah, for him to be a role player. No, we need a yeah. dude. He definitely didn't tell them. He didn't tell Drew that he, he should reconsider. We he could have let Tyler Buckner be Scottie Pippen. Could he not? He does got to come in and be Michael Jordan. Though. Marcus Freeman is expecting Sam Hartman to be a dude. To be he's not dude. expecting this dude to be a role player. No, he's expecting him to be a dude. Was Jack Cohn a dude? Or was Jack Cohn a, a, a great transitional piece for the team? I mean, I would venture to say that I would consider Sam Hartman a better quarterback than Jack Cohn. I think so. I think so. I think Sam can have a bigger impact than Jack did. But Jack, I don't know if Jack Cohn had the capability to be on Michael Jordan in big games. Does Sam have the capability though? You get the opportunity. I mean, this is why he came to Notre Dame. That's why he came to Notre Dame. That's why he came to Notre Dame. We'll see. We will see. We will definitely see. But you know, I it's he's I don't want the inflation to come when we start beating these teams that we're supposed to beat. If we crushing these teams we're supposed to beat, okay, I'm judging the off of the three games. Because mm-hmm. I believe we can win all the other games with Tyler. I mean, for real. Like I think we can win confidently all the other games except the three that are can be tossed up. With Tyler Buckner. Hell, I think we'll have a good chance with Tyler Buckner in those three games. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah. Sam got to come blow it out the water for me. Because if not, I you know Tyler Buckner's not bad. I think with a with a full season of playing, he he'd be a threat. And at the position, we haven't had a threat at the position for a long time. I think Jack was a really good player, but was Jack a threat going into week to week? Was teams being like, man, Jack on cookers if we on? It's like Jack had good games because of how the game went. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the game gave him 300, he took 300. Yeah. The game gave him 160, he'll take 160. But he ain't out there 300 repeating the process and there's nothing you can do. That's the type of quarterback that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud went in there against a, 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 when he played against us. And at, at a certain point in the game, he was like, you know what? I'm first round. Let right. me just do, 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 do. If Sam can do that for us, that's all we asking. We gave him what? The bare minimum of 250? The bare minimum. You can get that third quarter. Just do 250. 250. That's 252 touchdowns. That's, that's all we need from you. But don't fool yourself. Marcus Freeman did not bring Sam Hartman in here to be BJ Armstrong, as some people in the chat are foolishly saying. Ian Book was B.J. Armstrong. <laughs> and I think that's disrespectful to even say Ian Book and B.J. Armstrong. I need to rethink that. It's like, what are we what are we talking about, man? Like, are we that sensitive as a fan base that objectively someone's saying, yo, there might be five quarterbacks in college football next year that might be better than Sam Hart. Oh my God! Like Sam Hartman is Caleb Williams or Drake May. Like he's this dude is a push. He's not. He's not. He's not. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay to have a dude that's not that dude. It's okay. But don't overvalue him. Just because he's at Notre Dame, his value has at Notre Dame. Thank you. His value has gotten better, but that's because of us. Not because he did anything. He got better naturally because we gave him attention. Now he's got to go prove it while we're smart decision makers at Notre Dame. He got to go out there and show it. But realistically, like, Mm -hmm. this is not like we got Caleb Williams. Because it's a different conversation. It's like, how many points can we score? 50? 60, mm. 70. This is all right. It's your, it's your turn to shine. We don't, we don't really. Right. This is, thing, this, is, this is the amazing thing. And then we'll speed through the players. The same people that are sitting here pushing back or complaining are the same people that swear Notre Dame is about to explode offensively. Oh, we're going to score close to 40 points a game. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. You're not doing that with the running game. Which means Sam Hartman has to be a dude. He can't be a role player. Yeah, he got to be a dude, man. You're not scoring 40 being a run team. No. Unless we had a, the, the defense that Georgia had. <laughs> the reason Ohio State was able to put up 40 points against Georgia is because C.J. Stroud, Stroud showed up and was a dude. It was a dude. He was a dude can, on can, that night. 
Can Sam Hartman put up a potential CJ Stroud performance against a team like that in the championship game? Even Stetson Bennett put up a crazy performance. But that was against TCU. I wouldn't count that. Maybe against a tougher defense. That's dude, like man. Look, I don't know what people are doing. People are really delusional. If they think Notre Dame's just about to line up against the top three teams on, on their schedule and just roll them. I understand fandom, but you, man, you need to relax. For real. You're bugging. You're bugging. Especially if you're thinking that's the way it's going to go just because you got one player in the transfer portal. And that one player is not an all-time transcendent player at that position. Nah. No. That's what I'm saying. It's such a, no. a interesting thing to think about. He's not he's not the God's gift to earth from a a supreme talent athletic standpoint. It's just like if we we just we just feel like we got better with the guy and we feel a little bit better that we have a better shot than last year. But having a better shot than last year wouldn't make us necessarily closer this year. It would just make us better than last So, so this, this is the problem, and this is where the delusion comes in. Robert McReynolds, thanks for tapping in. Yes, Sean, Hartman just walking in the locker room, lifted the quarterback position at least two slots from where? It was at a negative. No, I wouldn't say it's that negative. Bro, you need to stop. Wait a minute. We're going the quarterback play in the regular season for Notre Dame last year was oh, below yeah. was below normal for yeah, college below, football. Way below ah. normal for Notre Dame, way below normal. So to take it up two notches from where it was, that ain't, what is that? At That's average. not championship level. <laughs> at, at average. That's not championship level. What are we talking about? It's not championship level. It's not. And we want, as fans, want to be delusional enough. Okay, he walks in the door and he changes everything. Everything's just about to go to forty points. Okay, watch college football. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. Yeah, you don't jump. <laughs> doesn't work like that. It doesn't I mean, work Vegas like that. Don't even think it works like no, that. no. Yeah, you know, Vegas like shoot. Doesn't work like that. Vegas said the same thing. Y'all was in the negative in QB production. Y'all didn't jump to outstanding. Y'all just jumped about surviving halfway average. Like y'all, he stands jump from our offensive line average to really good. That's the jump. But we knew that when he Thank before you. the season started. Thank you. We was so shocked that we was average that we didn't know what the, we was like. What is, what, what is this? Thank An average O line. Thank you. He still came and made it back to explementary, where it was like, okay, I, I feel good at this. We was below average at quarterback position production last year. And excuse, look, excuse me, excuse me. People act like Sam Hartman, like we just got the best quarterback to ever play in Notre Dame. Sam Hartman's not a better quarterback than Brady Quinn was. What are we talking about? Or Ev. Or, man, facts. So what are we talking about? Y'all act like y'all never seen good quarterback play in Notre Dame. I know didn't, it's been a long time. Didn't, didn't I, Brandon? Didn't Brandon whoop up on Sam? I know. I know. 
I know it's been a long time. It's been a long time. But we got to stop acting like we don't know what peak quarterback play is in college football. Sam Hartman is not Brady Quinn. He's not. As a passer and an athlete, he's not Everett Golson. He's not. And Ev, and Ev never even reached his potential. Ever even reached his because potential. Of, because of his own doing. It was his own doing. Oh, the his own fault. Almost. He never reached his potential. But what are we what? talking about, man? What are we talking about? We're talking about stop. Just stop. Like, I understand left when you say J.J. McCarthy, bro. J.J. McCarthy is a five-star quarterback that is going to be a possible first-round pick in the NFL draft. It has <laughs> in wins two years. <laughs> two years. And leave with 30-plus wins under his belt. From a from a pro, he didn't start at no Mississippi State Valley. He started at Michigan, so it's not like he had to. He was at Rutgers and then got discovered late. No, he was always at a certain level. Sam Hartman has been elevating through the years. This is like a developmental player. No, 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 he's not a developmental player. But it's it's a player that wasn't that's going from no expectations. To all the expectations, and that's that's a huge change. You're going from a team that nobody playoffs, y'all. What hell, ACC championships? What, like, what to oh, you got to win this whole thing, you got to be Bama and, and all the, the big monsters. And the, that's a huge jump for a quarterback, expectation wise. Now, every throw is a little bit. A little bit tighter now. There are no cookies. Them we, don't do, we don't do cookies. And no third downs and then big games is a little yeah. bit more, you yeah. know, because you used to – I could throw 50 times against North Carolina because we wake fours. Who cares? Who cares? I go out there and throw 15 picks. Who cares? It's wake fours. You go out there and throw 15 picks. From, man, what? So you already saw how quick we turned against I, in the Marshall game <laughs> against TV. I'll give you a perfect example, Left. I'll give you a perfect example to show you things are different. September 24th, 2022. Sam Hartman, 20 of 29. Listen to these stats. 20 of 29. 337 yards, six touchdowns. I'll take that. He lost the game. Ain't no cookies. See, at Wake Forest, at Wake Forest, the media, the fans, everybody's like, that's a great game, Sam. That's a great We were in the game because of you. Man, we know the game. We don't want to hear that. That's due. I'm not trying to hear that against Clemson because that was against Clemson last year. Mm. I'm not trying to hear that. I'm not trying to hear that. We definitely not trying to come close and then lose. No, I'm no. not trying to hear that. No moral victories around here. Because you know, I watched that game, and there was a series where he had an opportunity to go up double digits and allow Clemson to come back into the game. Mm-hmm. You can't miss those opportunities in big games in Notre Dame. I don't care how great your stat line is; it's all about moments. Q, 
Can you be the best player on the field in the most important moments? That's championship football. That's championship football. We didn't bring you here to hand the ball off in the biggest moments. Marcus Freeman purposely told Drew Pine, hey, man, you might want to think about going because I have to go get a dude. Marcus, Marcus Freeman didn't tell Tommy Reese to go find a role player. But that's what also concerns me about it is because. If, wait Tommy a minute. Let, let me just say this. If you knew the list of quarterbacks that Tommy Reese actually talked to before they ended up settling or ended up getting Sam Hartman, then you will understand that Marcus Freeman was not looking for a role player at quarterback. So as, as a fan, you can settle on the fact, oh, he can come in and be Scottie Pippen. No, he can't. No, he can't. Not at Notre Dame. No, he can't. Not if the goal is to win a national championship. No, he can't. But it does concern me as well, though, that if, you know, Sam Hartman is that dude, then Tommy wouldn't have left. Because who's going to leave a first-round quarterback? For whatever you gonna hold on to that. What uh what did what's the name do? Uh he stayed an extra year because of who he had. Um trying to think of the offensive coordinator. It was one of the offensive coordinators that was like, No, I'm staying. I got oh it was Washington. When the Washington offensive coordinator was like, No, I got Michael Penix Jr., bro. I'm staying. Facts. Because he know that he's going first round. Facts. So why do you recruit a dude that you're supposed to get a dude for and then you leave him? Mm-hmm. You couldn't have believed he was a dude, at least for the job at hand. Washington's offensive coordinator was one of the hottest in the country. He, we asked him to come down for an interview. I mean, I said, wait a minute, I, I, I think about it, but after this year, I got a whole first round QB that's gonna get me to the top. That's that's what I'm like. Well, if that's the case, you just leaving out. You couldn't believe that he was your answer. Because why would you leave the answer? If this was going to be a championship transition pick, Tommy wouldn't have left. Because why would you leave if you know you're going to be better next year and then possibly win it because you got that dude? That doesn't make sense to me. Unless you think the quarterback room is better in Alabama and none of those guys have even started. (laughs) You... You went down to a room where no veteran experience over one of the most veteran guys in college football next year. So either you didn't believe he was that dude or you believe that you can make a dude in a place where they make a ton of dudes. Facts. Shamrocks and shenanigans. Wake Forest didn't have the best, most talented three different offensive position groups like Notre Dame. First of all, I have to put a pause on that. The guards for Notre Dame this year were okay. Let's relax. <laughs> you had really good tackles, and yeah. Zeke Carell played his butt off. You yeah. go watch the film, the guards were eh. Okay. Jared Patterson preseason, first-round pick. After the film this year, eh, maybe third. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, relax with that best O-line stop. Running backs, I'll give you. 
definitely top three running back groups in the country. Tight ends? Who's who's the dominant tight end receiving the ball this year? Who? Michael Mayer. No, I'm saying Michael Mayer's gone. Who? Eli Rarid is coming back from ACL. Mitchell who's Evans? that dude? Mitchell Evans? Come on, That's man. Push, stop. stop exaggerating. Stop exaggerating. It's literally someone – I talked to someone that was at the Combine this year, and he said Sam Hartman might actually have his top two receivers at Wake Forest might be better than the top top two wide receivers he has at Notre Dame this year. Because mm. his top two were at the Combine running 4-4s. Four Perry ran 4-4. Four four. We want to just – like, who's that dude for Notre Dame? We don't know. We don't know. But everyone just acts like, man, that cat Sam Hartman was throwing the garbage at Wake Forest while A.T. Perry goes to the combine and runs a 4-4 after putting up stats for two straight seasons. Like, all of a sudden, his wide receivers were trash. Come on, man. Come on. We got to be better than that. We have to be way more objective than that. We got to be way more objective than that. Mm. Golden Stays is not Michael Mayer. No. He's not. And this is why Sam Hartman cannot come here and play the role of Scottie Pippen to this running game. He can't. He has to be a dude. I'll take that bet. I'll take that bet. Here's the bet. One, you you get to choose one wide receiver from Notre Dame that can match the career total of the last two years of A.T. Perry. Please, at Notre Dame, please. I'll take that bet. Easy. You you said you said it yourself. You come to Notre Dame, you didn't come to Notre Dame at this point. If you come to Notre Dame at this point, you're not coming to be a stat patter, Charlie Jones. You're coming to be a big play, a big playmaker in big moments throughout the season, which means you may not have a hundred catches on a, a, a four thousand yards in a year, but you may have fifty catches for eight hundred yards. But them fifty catches are in big moments in games because you're playing a role. We don't have – after Michael Mayer, I don't expect, especially with how recruiting is going, I don't expect to be force-feeding any particular individual at Notre Dame until we get a five-star skill player that's just unbelievable. But we have enough talent to where it's like, okay, you got to get Deion Cozy to rock. You got to get Styles to rock. JT's emerging edge number one. You got all your running backs. You got your tight end. You still thriving. Quarterback can even run a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't. This is not a place that you're going to build a career from. Sort of like uh, the receiver from Georgia. He was like, man, I went and got my championships playing a role. Well, let me go get these stats at Texas. So, here it is. Here it is. He said his choice is Tobias Merriweather. Tobias Merriweather has to put up 76 receptions, 
for 1,150 yards and 13 touchdowns. Yeah, you lost that bet. You might as well send me the money right now. You can send that, that to me right now. Receiver room got hurt. <laughs> you can send that to me right now. Yeah, you might as well send it right We want to act like Sam Hartman was throwing the garbage. This dude averaged 75 catches the last two seasons with 1,150 yards, and he averaged 13 touchdowns. Oh, you talking about touchdowns? He yeah. averaged 13 touchdowns. We didn't a have season. a receiver have over three. And you go, please. That's a sucker bet. Yeah, sucker bet. Sucker bet. <laughs> sucker bet. He had 13 touchdowns last year. We didn't. No, no, have no, 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 no. Once again, I averaged oh. his last two seasons. Oh, you averaged him. This is his average over the last two. He averaged 76 receptions, 1,150 yards, and 13 touchdowns. But Sam oh. Hartman was throwing the garbage. He was throwing the garbage at Wake Forest. He didn't have any talent at wide receiver at Wake Forest. But this man in two seasons put up 76, 1150, and 13. He averaged 13. Had 16 touchdowns one year. Left 16. If we ever had a receiver get 16 touchdowns, who is this dude, Tobias Merriweather, is about to break Michael Floyd and go to taste record. That's basically what's about to happen. He's about to be the number one receiver in Notre Dame history. Because you, like, you know, it's laughable because you know that shit. Hell, what is the team? Oh, man. I'm leaving. Oh, man. Robert, I don't want to take your money, man. I don't even want to take your money. That come on, man. <laughs> Left. We were begging for somebody to get over eight hundred yards. We were like, man, we just want a wide receiver to get over eight hundred yards. On fifty catches. We wasn't even talking about a bunch of receptions. We were talking about how much can they make with a little bit of targets. Man. My man, we love Michael Campbell. He says stats don't give context. What kind of context do you need, bro? We only had what the, the most receiver touchdown had 70, over seventy receptions. What kind? We need Who context. Wait a minute. Do we need context for Charlie Jones putting up the numbers he put up? We need context for that too. He already beat the whole room last year. <laughs> he single handedly beat our whole receiver room last year. And now all of a sudden, one guy is going to have more than – I believe Mayweather, Tobias Mayweather is going to have a monster year, though. But it ain't going to be those type of numbers. Dude. It's going to be a monster year through monster moments. It's like – It's just the thing. Touchdowns versus Ohio State. But this I guarantee you, he probably won't get that many targets. Let Sam Hartman be Sam Hartman. Yeah. Just let Sam Hartman be Sam Hartman. That's it. If he's the sixth or seventh best quarterback in college football next year, that's fine. That's fine. Notre Dame can win big games with him being the sixth best quarterback in the country next year. Yeah. But more than anything, he has to show up 
in big games. He cannot play a supporting role against the best teams. Not against those three, not in those three games. And if you think that's how it's going to go, you're sadly mistaken. We'll be 10 and three or 10 and three, nine and four, whatever. With Tyler Buckner getting the last run, run yeah, late in the season. Yeah, yeah. Man, what yeah. are we talking taking, about, man? They're taking the last quarter of the season. Like they literally told the starting quarterback, you need to find somewhere else to go. Because you're not good enough. And you think they told him to find somewhere else to go? To go get a quarterback to play a supporting role? We was trying to hire Tom Cruise or Will Smith. Not not the B-list characters. Yo. Sam Hartman can win a lot of games throwing for 250 yards. But it's going to be two or three games. It's going to be two or three games, big games, that he's going to have to go out and win it. He's going to have to go out and win it. It's going to be a moment in a fourth quarter where he's going to have to ball out. Moment, yeah. Period. Number, got to say moments because he had six touchdowns and 300 and lost against Clemson. What? Man, Michael Campbell's bugging today. I don't know what he's talking about. First of all, you're trying to say A.T. Perry stats are out of context. Okay. He did it for two seasons, but it's out of context. He goes to the combine, runs a 4-4, and, and tests off the charts. But it's you that want to tell me that Sam Hartman didn't have talent at Wake Forest. He was just throwing the garbage. You go ahead and continue your narrative. I know better. Like this dude just made, he just elevated terrible players at wide receiver. Come on, man. Stop. Watch football. Watch football. Michael Penix, guess what he walked into? A great situation in Washington. With two first, dude, they have two receivers coming back that are first round picks projected in NFL draft. That's why the offense coordinator not leaving. That's why. That's one of the. Yeah, that's why. That's why the offensive coordinator told Nick Saban to kick rocks. He said, "I got a first round quarterback, two first round receivers." Like, dude, come to Alabama for what? For what, y'all? Shoot, we gonna be better for than y'all next year. <laughs> for what? He said, "I hope we play y'all next year." While we talking, I got, dude, I got the squad. Who's your running back that has to step up? Who has to be the dog in the room? So we can finish this show, bro. This segment went Price. 30 minutes longer than it was Darian supposed to be. Price. JD, you got JD? Aldrich has to be that dude for me. I love Logan. Aldrich has to be that dominant dude. He just has to be. He has to. He's the one that strikes fear, in my opinion. That big dude, Yeah. he has to be the dog for me. I agree with that. Uh, offensive line. The tackles have I mean the tackles have to be the dudes. I mean, we that's simple. The tight ends, who has to be the dude? If someone does rise to the occasion, who you have? We're all in the same level. Probably Mitchell Evans. I don't know. I'll take I'll take holding stage. He, he I'll can't. take I'll take I'll take holding stage. Mm. I'll take holding stage. Who you have at wide receiver? I think we're gonna differ. 
Who's got to be the, the big dog? Yeah, it's only one. It's only one proven dog JT. in a room. JT got to be okay. JT Lorenzo Styles is the only one that's proven. He's the only one that's went out there and put a hundred yard games against good teams. Yeah, he's the only one that's proven it. He as, until I see anything different, he's the dog in the room. That's fair. He's the dog. That's who we. He he's was the dog. dog last year, though. Say it again. I had him as my dog last year, Styles. I think we kind of forgave everybody, and no, no point. Lorenzo had a rough, rough year last year. He didn't have his boy. He was a rough year, and the quarterback play just like we understand that. We understand that the quarterback play was so bad it was discouraging to one of our best receivers. But we've seen him. We have JT hasn't gone out and put out hundred yards against a top five defense. We've seen we've seen Lorenzo Styles against a top five defense in a big game put up monster numbers. Period. He needs to be a dog. He needs to be a dog. And you need to step up. Because we've seen it. So we know the talents there. We know the capabilities are there. Big dog. Make it happen. Make it happen. And feed them. Please feed them. If you got a dog, you got to get him to rock. You got to get him to rock. Now, that's what Sam Hartman does bring to the party, the ability to get the rock to multiple receivers. That's right. Who has to be the dog on the defensive line? Rob Patello, if that's his successor, go be the, go be the successor then. Hmm. I'll rock with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll rock with you on that. Let's go to the linebackers. Prince Colley. Hmm. I think he'll set the tone for Jalen Sneed as a big brother. You got Prince? I'm going to go ahead and say Jalen Sneed. I mean, you used to let me right into mine. If Jalen Sneed becomes a dude, that dog, oh. That defense is going to take a step forward. That's right. Flat out. Flat out. I like Riley Mills, too. There's someone there in the chat. Riley Mills is a good candidate as well. Back in. Now, do you want to do the back in as a whole or you want to do it as a whole? Xavier Watts is it for me as well. Because I expect Benjamin Morrison. They're going to do it. Because of Mike Mickens, the freshman cornerbacks, Benjamin Morrison, Clarence Lewis, Cam Hart, I expect them to play well. Xavier Watts on that back end. If he becomes a dude, man, that would be huge. Absolutely huge. I agree with that. Let's get to these super chats and, and comments before we get out of here, love. Uh, Coach Vic 574, fam, love y'all, but Hartman not top 10. It's crazy talk. Did you say he wasn't top 10? I said he wasn't top five. Yeah, he's like 10 or 11. Oh, okay. Maybe 12. Uh, after the Utah, I'm not nearly as concerned about SC. Uh, Utah has a better defensive coordinator, in my opinion. So you don't have to be concerned about them. I'm just saying. 
<laughs> That's just my personal opinion. Super chat, B Monk, Mr. Food Lover. Stop. Let's be real. This is all Tommy. If Meriwether was the man, MM wouldn't have been getting the, all those catches. MM. Michael Mayer wouldn't have been getting all those catches. Tobias Meriwether would have been the star. Once again, look, stop. It is the positional coach's job to make sure his players are ready to play. We can start, we can blame Tommy all we want to. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. So I don't do that low hanging fruit left. Oh, it's all Tommy's fault. No, no. It's a full coaching staff. I just don't believe that. Uh, let's see. Michael Campbell says Jared Parker has no pressure replacing a 30 year old kid that shouldn't have. Been an offensive coordinator with full autonomy. It's it ain't about him. It's about it's about the the where you at. Yeah, he yeah. definitely has pressure. You, you, where you at is pressure, not who was there before you. Who was there before you didn't didn't step up to the pressure, so he left the kitchen. <laughs> it's pressure, bro. Doma Wap, thank you. LL, can you expand on the power struggle that takes place between the players and coaches? Good insight on team dynamics. Power struggle that takes place. I, players have to buy in, and then you can take it from here, left. I mean, players have to buy in to what the coaches are saying, and that can become an issue if you don't well, have full well, buy-in. Players know if coaches know what they're talking about or not. Fact, like, especially at Notre Dame. Especially you know, if we don't feel like you know what you're talking about, it's just a natural miscommunication. It's like, man, you yes, yes, look. yes, right? That's why Notre Dame is different. But like, that's, other, that's that's your job. If you got your yeah. manager over here giving you all his work or he don't have no idea what you're supposed to do, it's like, man, shut up. <laughs> it's like you bring something in for Notre Dame players to buy into. You best believe that they're going to fact check it. Like they'll okay, but they're gonna make sure. Like man, is uh, I mean, think about what Avery Davis thought of Dale Alexander when Avery <laughs> Davis is going home, getting on YouTube, learning stuff. You're like, man, this man Dale is a fool. <laughs> we don't do none of this in practice. Why I gotta get on YouTube? You know what I mean? So just imagine the meeting rooms when Dale tried to tell Avery, hey, I need you to get off the press. And he's like, man, shut up. <laughs> and Fender Bender says Styles isn't putting it together mentally. According to who? Yeah, whatever. According to who? Like, you know, that narrative is out there, but according to who? According to who? Thank you, Robert. We love you, man. We love you. We're all about the mouth right here. Now, that sounded crazy, didn't it, love? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, you're let's... speaking for yourself on that one. I don't know if I can second that one. <laughs> Oh, man. 
you know how you hear yourself and you like, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, you had to like have to be like, run that back in your head. Run it back in your head. Like, did that did I put that together right? <laughs> I don't know if that came off of. Oh man. Yo, can I give you my candidates on the way out? Candidates to replace Mike Bray. Okay. Uh, what about John Beeline? Formerly the Michigan coach, went on to try to coach in the NBA, and now he's with the Detroit Pistons as an assistant. John Beeline has shown himself to be a really good recruiter, great offense, movement with the ball, great shooting, similar to what Notre Dame was successful with under Mike Bray. And he's a known coach, known commodity. So I think he would be good. I think I expect Mark Inglesby, the coach of Delaware, who played for Mike Bray, played in Notre Dame to be on the short list. Um uh, Porter Mosier, possibly get him to come back to the Midwest from Oklahoma. He would be on my short list. I'm gonna go ahead and say Darian Devines. From Drake. He's done an incredible job at Drake. He would be on my short list. Ryan Humphrey, who played in Notre Dame, who's an assistant coach under Porter Mosier at Oklahoma. He would be on my short list as well. If so, uh, Phoenix don't win the championship this year, Monty Williams. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Excuse me. Monty would, Monty would be Perfect for Notre Dame. Monty would be a home run hire. So, you know, I know I'm home run hire. D-Rock Irish is petty. D-Rock Irish is petty. He said, check the buyout. <laughs> Jack, Jack controls that too, huh? Dang. Oh, dude. I'll be thinking he just football's administration. He he everything. Yeah, dude, I, I'm that's a hard pass on JJ Reddick for multiple reasons. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to get into I like JG ready. Mm. He just his his comments yesterday was oblivious. You know? mm, just too many. Mm, mm. No nah, hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Who, you know, who he's, he's, him or, him he's, Christian from JJ Reddick has cleaned himself up a lot over the last few years. I'll leave it at that. He was he was a lot more like his Duke brethren that plays for the Milwaukee Bucks when he was younger. About Grayson. <laughs> yes, I'll leave it at that. He 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 was he was he's cleaned himself up lately, and that's cool because you get an opportunity to change. You get an opportunity to change. An opportunity, like you gotta get an opportunity to change. Absolutely. So you know. But Monty Williams, man, you can go get him immediately. Now you're going to have me pulling for KD to go out in the first round. Don't do that. Don't do that. They don't win. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't want Monty to have to leave Phoenix like that, man. I know, but it's it's the expectation. Oh, man. The expe- if, if we had a Trevor Lawrence or a – Jameis Winston or Cam Newton at Notre Dame right now, Marcus Freeman would be on his way out too if we didn't win. Because the stakes are just too – it's too high that scares some coaches for even taking it. Yeah. They're like, man, I can't even collect a check at this school. We got to win yeah. or be out. Yeah. You know what time it is, left. 
It's time to get petty. Oh, we did a good job executing. Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train. I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's petty historic Petty Junction? Petty Junction, Petty Story of the Day, brought to you by Honora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. Let me tell you something, man. This is the pettiest thing I've heard in my life. Dude. You know, I'm from Chicago, so I'm all about Chicago. You, you've heard of Tink. You've heard of Tink, right? Tink, artist from Chicago. He's pretty artist. good and underrated, man, still. For this yeah, she, she just put out a new project, but in, in, in promoting the new project, she had a... Uh, Move on from the next clothes, clothes dry. You heard what I said. She had a move on from your ex clothes dry. Well, she encouraged men and women to give, to come to a location and give clothes and other belongings that they still had from their ex to give to charity. Mm. It's some dude that left his Jordans at his ex house. And she hasn't let him in to get it. That's going to be real upset, bro. Mm. Let me tell you something. Because are you an Indian giver in those situations? Do you think you would be an Indian giver? You break up somebody, you ask for like the jewelry back and the, the gifts back? I think I'm not an Indian giver in that aspect because I just don't think people are genuine that do that kind of thing. It's like you put that that pressure on me that if I don't do what you say or something that you're going to take it back. If I didn't know you was like that, don't be just offering stuff. Cause I'm a, you know, if you offering, it would be rude for me not to accept, but I'm accepting under terms and conditions. I ain't read. I didn't know. So I'm not a petty person like that. It's like, man, you ain't, you know, you know, do yourself something nice with it. Yeah. I'm not like that either. Like, I don't want any, if I'm done with you, I don't want any remnants of you around. Like the dude, I saw one where the dude took the engine out of this girl's car when they broke up. <laughs> Our foundation said, I had to go, he said, I had to go get that wedding ring, champ. I mean, wasn't bands like that, you might have to. Wait a minute. So, Heart Foundation, were you engaged or were you actually married? Mm. He said, as a single dad and all the money I already left behind with the ex-wife, I had to have the ring back. So he went and got his ring back from his ex-wife. That's more sentimental stuff, I guess. You know, I don't, I don't want a ring, man. Keep that stuff. I don't want that. I mean, well, most people, sometimes people just give it back voluntarily, right? Yeah, if you argue. They break, it's a breakup. They're arguing with you. They, they, yeah, okay. Okay, he says he was engaged to get married. Okay, okay, that explains it a little bit better. Yeah, if I'm engaged, yeah, give me my ring back. Is there anything? I would take a... Mm, Maybe a car. A car. I was just about to say a car. Because, you know, right? that's insurance. Because I think 
when they broke up, Sweetie was mad that Quavo took took the the Bentley he bought her back, right? Yeah, but I'd do that too. It was in my name. <laughs> Can't mess up your credit. That's a perk, right? That's a perk of being with me. Credit. I guess. Well, that kind of shames him because he couldn't even just outright buy it. Mm. I guess. I just thought that was petty of a, a Tink to have an ex clothes drive to try to promote her out. That was mad petty. <laughs> she lives in Atlanta now, so it's a lot of people in Atlanta mad that that <laughs> stuff is now the property of someone else because of charity. Mm-mm-mm. That's petty. Real petty. See you guys tomorrow, man. Another great show. Um, I think the players meet with the media tonight. And we'll have video from that and talk about some of the comments from some of the early enrollees. I know Caleb Smith, transfer from Virginia Tech, talks to the media. And then Joe Rudolph and Coach Biazzi both talk to the media as well. Have a great Wednesday, but most of all, make sure that you spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.